I always do it, but I did. So, um, but the scripture today is from Romans 12, 12. Let's read it together. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Again, rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Amen. Tribulation also means affliction. Be patient in affliction. Amen. Tribulation, affliction. Be faithful, constant in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, you can be seated. But I'm going to ask the, the guys who attended the God encounter uh, to jump right back up. Y'all jump right back up. These, these brothers were at the God encounter. Let's give, the, give, some, give some praise, honor, and glory for uh, the time, the investment, the energy. And thank you, Jesus, for the experience. Amen. Thank you so much. You can be seated. So we had a phenomenal time. I also want to thank uh, Kevin and Danae Thompson for the production of that video that commemorates Black History Month. Let's give God some praise for that. Well done. Wasn't that well done? Amen. I also want to thank uh, Pastor Kevin Williams. Am I, Kevin Williams, that stand, brother. He was with us at the God Encounter this past weekend. Came in all the way from Tampa. A good friend of Minister Tony Dobies came in and shared, uh, and you gave a very unique and uh, impactful presentation. And we're thankful. And all the speakers and counselors and uh, ministry leaders and uh, uh, those who gave testimony. And uh, uh, we had guys come in as far from Arizona. Where's my Arizona, Brother Perrin? Stand up, brother. He came in from Arizona to attend the God Encounter. Isn't that something? And uh, Dr. Levitt brought him in. Isn't that something? So we're just thankful to God for what we saw, what we experienced, and, and what we know will be the result of us, you know, going into and experiencing a spiritual growth spurt. Amen? And thank you, Brother Pittman and Brother Ayala, for your testimonies this morning. God is good. Uh, I want to mention a couple more things before I get into the word. Uh, one is that uh, the nursery, the, 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 the ones, they keep the, the small babies. I think they start with one-year-olds, one, one and two-year-olds, one, two, three, something like that. They need some more volunteers. They need four persons to add to their regimen of people involved in helping to, uh, to watch our toddlers. Amen? And uh, so I just want to put that out there and uh, who do, who do I let know? You, you could let uh, Melinda. Where's Melinda? Or Yvette? Sister Yvette, won't you stand up? See, Sister Yvette, let her know if you have an interest. See, she's, she's right back there standing up, waving her hand. I don't even see folk turning around to see who she is. <laughs> Y'all ain't right. See there? See there? Lord have mercy. Don't make it so obvious. And then um, we have an installation service on February the... <laughs> All right now. They are close enough for me to hear y'all. Right? <laughs> uh, we have an installation service for yours truly as president of the African American Council of Christian Clergy. Uh, and 
Vice President Derek McCray on February the 17th. And we can, we're trying to accommodate 200 folk to attend. Uh, now, this is kind of a little tricky. We can only accommodate 100 people for the sit-down dinner, but we also have a gallery of hors d'oeuvres and, and beverages for, for everyone who attends. So we're trying to have at least 200 folk from Rejoice. Amen? And so we're signing up today uh, after church for, to attend. It's going to be at the Doubletree Hotel uh, in near SeaWorld out, out of, off of the International Drive. All right? Now, this is unprecedented for us to have this kind of event in this space and uh, city leaders and different people will be there. But uh, we want to ask you to please, ma'am, please, sir, consider attending and, uh, and help us celebrate that and, and launch uh, this, uh, this initiative, this ministry the right way. By, it's, it's 4 p.m., 4 p.m. on February the 17th. It's a Sunday, 4 p.m. on February the 17th. Amen? Amen. Uh, okay, okay, I'll, I'll mention some other things later, but let's get into the word. Amen? Amen. Y'all excuse me, my throat is a little scratchy today, so I'm going to partake of a little water. Amen. So the word of God says that uh, we're to be joyful in hope that we're to be uh, patient in affliction and that we're to be faithful or, or consistent or constant in prayer. Amen? Amen? And how many know in this life we're going to have trials and tribulations, uh, trouble, uh, difficulty? Um, we're going to uh, have storms that arise in our lives, uh, winds will blow. You know, songs are written about it. Uh, difficulties will come, dark days and sometimes difficult nights. Amen? Uncertain times can happen in life. But the Word of God says for us to be joyful in hope. Amen? In other words, we should understand that, uh, like the Scripture says, weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. And that we are recipients of new mercies each and every day. Amen? In other words, God's got your back. Amen? And how we react and respond in these moments of challenge is what the faith and connection and relationship with God is all about. Amen? So that we're not taken aback, floored, uh, paralyzed by life and uh, the curveballs that it throws us periodically. So the word says that this, this pathway, and we're continuing this uh, message on uh, choosing sides, when we choose this pathway, victory can come to us. Amen? By being joyful in hope. Amen? Joyful. In other words, we don't want to be grieving. We don't want to be, you know, yes, it's a time for everything, but we don't want to get stuck in grief. You know, we don't want to get stuck in misery or sorrow or unhappiness, being upset or somewhat stressed or depressed or gloomy or sad. Amen. God wants us to be connected to him and to be overcomers. He doesn't want us to be uh, so, so, so 
melancholy until we think that we can't overcome what we're going through, that we can't get better, that we're losers, or that in some way we expect the bad. We have cynical, negative mindsets about life and living. He doesn't want us to have that mindset. He wants us to be lifted. Amen. Lifted. Not hopeless. Amen. Amen. Unfortunately, those who've been through or associated with the criminal justice system, one of the things that comes out of that system, especially after being convicted for, as a, for a felony, is, uh, is uh, the restrictions that come with that, that can produce a kind of hopelessness, you know, in that di- more difficult to get a job, more difficult to, 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 to find a residence, more difficult to rent something, more diff- all these difficulties. And then coupled with, you know, hope, praise God for the recent reinstatement of the ability to vote after you paid your debt to society. Thank God for that. Thank you, David, for your work on that. But, but the bottom line is that there can set in a kind of hopelessness. But, but hopelessness is overcome by understanding that God births second chances, third chances, fourth chances, fifth chances, sixth chances. God is the, the, the birth, he births new opportunities, praise God. And we want to thank God for that. So your past, no matter what your past may be, it does not have to define you. Amen. Your mistakes, your missteps, your failures, your sins, uh, your guilt, your shame, amen, it does not have to define you, praise God. God is the giver of fresh new beginnings, and he values us like he values so many, praise God, in Scripture, who may have made a wrong turn. Amen. May have made a poor decision. He values us anyhow. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. And that, we define that as grace, unmerited favor, the presence and power of God available to us all. So, so this is what he encourages us to do. He says, ask, and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened. And what I want to encourage you in is this knock piece. Keep on knocking. God, don't stop knocking on the door. In other words, don't stop participating in prayer. Don't let anything dash or think that your, the, the, the hope is deferred perpetually, praise God. God is able to meet all your needs according to his riches and glory. So to have faith and hope is what we must have. You can't give up on your dreams. You can't give up on the vision that God has given you. The Word of God says without vision, people perish. So we want God to continue to birth in us the right attitude, the right mindset. Amen. You might have been a late bloomer, you know. Maybe you didn't finish high school, but you got your GED. Are you going to work on getting your GED? Amen, somebody. So you don't have to be fretful, fearful about where life can take you. God can take the ceiling off. Amen. He can take the cap off and renew you and bless you and strengthen you. Believe me, Psalm 42 and 5, it reads uh, in the NIV. Why? Well, let's read it from the, uh, from the uh, EVS, the English Standard, Standard Version. Why? Are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation. You know, so God is challenging you. Why why are you down? Why are you gloomy? 
You know, why, why are you getting melancholy and bluesy? Amen? Don't, 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 don't occupy that place. Don't occupy that space. Know that I'm with you, praise God. Don't, don't live in turmoil or torture or anguish or anxiety or agitation or frustration, praise God. Don't visit those places very long. Amen. They may stop by for a little while, but you need to spiritually shake it off to the glory of Almighty God. Whatever comes in, God is able to give you overcoming power. Matter of fact, he says about us, he declares and decrees about us that we are more than conquerors. Somebody say thank you, Jesus, for that. Amen. And let's go further. Hebrews 11.1, it says, it says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Amen. The conviction of things not seen. Amen. That's, that's what faith is. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. So the things that I hope for, the things that are spiritually desirous, praise God, the things that God has for me, Satan can't keep from me. The demonic host can't keep from me. Amen. The demonic hordes of hell cannot prevent my blessings from breaking out, breaking through, and breaking into my life. Amen. So, so I got to keep hope alive. And I hope for, and my conviction that the thing not seen is forthcoming. The thing not seen, God's going to bring it into existence. The thing not seen, God's going to bring it to fruition. That, the thing that I, I, I can't even see right now, but I know without a shadow of a doubt that God can do it. Matter of fact, won't he do it? Yes, he will. He's done it, and he'll do it again, praise God. He's done it for others, and he'll do it for you and I. That's a sure thing. That's, that's a sure bet. That's, that's, that, 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 that. You, can, you can take that to the bank, like they say. Amen, somebody. And then Jeremiah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jeremiah uh, 29, 11. It says, says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not evil. Amen. To give you a future and a hope. Amen. You can't, you can't really live without hope. You got to have hope. Amen. Amen. You, 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 you'll give up on life if you don't have hope. You'll lose your peace if you don't have hope. You'll, you'll, you'll jettison your joy if you don't have hope. Amen. You, you'll devalue life if you don't have hope. You, 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 you're an accident waiting to happen if you don't have hope. So, Lord, please birth hope in me and then allow that hope to be fueled by my faith to know that you're going to open doors that no man can shut. The Word of God says, and shut doors that no man can open because you got this, God. You're big enough to handle my circumstances. You're big enough to beat my needs, and you are truly a blessing. Romans 14, 17 for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating, eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. So what is that saying? That's saying that you know something? You can transcend your circumstances. In other words, you can get right in between the trauma and the trouble and still experience joy. That there's always laughter that can come our way. There's always peace that can come our way no matter what we're going through. Amen. We should be able to be thoughtful to the point where we can be thankful. Thoughtful. If you think for a minute, you'll be able to thank. If you, if you think, you'll be able to thank. Amen. 
and then that patience will, meet, will, 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 will reside in you. So the word says, be patient in affliction. Be patient. Victory comes if we are patient in affliction. Amen? You say, well, what, what about this patience thing? Well, patience is waiting without worrying. Did you hear me? Patience is waiting without worrying. We're all going to have to wait. Just get in line. <laughs> it's always going to be a line. Amen, somebody. It's always going to be a line. It's always going to be a wait. But the question is, can you wait without worrying? Can you wait without being fearful? Can you wait without being anxious? Can you wait without being frustrated? Can you wait without being agitated? Can you wait without being irritated? Can you wait without being disappointed? Can you wait? Praise God, because we all gonna have to wait. It's a shame we still hadn't learned to wait. You go to that doctor's office, look, take a magazine, a book. He's taking so long. Listen, learn to wait. Amen, somebody. You know? And so we should learn to wait without worrying. Amen? You know, because every now and then, God wants to produce a Cinderella story. Amen, somebody. Cinderella had to wait till her change came. Amen? Till her Prince Charming showed up. Amen? She had to wait until the outward, the inward was, uh, the, 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 the outwards was matched by the inward. You know, good person, but also now she's decked out. Amen. Supernaturally. By the fair, we're going to call that God. Amen. Amen. God shows up, and he can do a thing like nobody else can do it. Praise God. So our trust is in him. Amen. So the underdog can become the top dog. Can I get a witness in the house? The underdog, the underdog can become the top dog. The first, the last, can become first. Uh, you, know, the, 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 you know, the last, the last can become first. Those who started behind can make it to the lead, the top of the pack. Amen. God is able to do that. And so we're thankful to God for him mitigating circumstances, him moving obstacles out of our way, his ability to take care of all of our needs, praise God, and his promises are true. And amen. And amen means so let it be. God said it. That settles it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So why are we fretful? Amen. Why are, we, why are we fearful? Yeah, there's some crazy stuff happening. Folk getting killed for no reason at all. A uh, discounting and a devaluing of life. Amen, somebody. Amen. You know, woman fired from a job because of her hairdo. You know, crazy. Um, hardships, foreclosures, evictions. You know, folk you know, in Florida, little kids drifting out to a pool, dying in a pool, just a waste of innocent life. You know, things happen, amen? But God says that he can bring us out. Amen? amen? So, so we're frustrated sometimes with life, and we're wondering 
how we're going to make it through. Amen. But it's about making a choice to, to decide to follow Jesus. Amen. It's exciting when you make this decision. Amen. And, and, and it becomes a priority. It's a difference when, when you, well, I accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. You know, he's, number, he's first in my life. Y'all remember them little short talks and speeches and stuff? They had the little intros already and patented and, you know, couched. And, but, 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 but it was just that. It was a couched, contrived, made-up, heard speech that they were simply repeating. Amen. I'm talking about when Jesus gets up in here. Amen, somebody. When you have a heart for him, a heart for him, a heart for him will allow you to be anxious and eager to study his word. Just, just pick it up five minutes a day. They say five minutes a day in five years, you'll be a Bible scholar. Five minutes a day, five years, just five minutes. Just try that first. Amen, somebody. Then, then you want more. You'll go to 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes in the word of God. And time in the Word of God will open up your vistas of your understanding. Amen. It'll open up your mind. It'll open up your heart. Amen. It'll, it'll reduce fear and pressure in your life. It will set you free. You'll hear Jesus say in his own words, and you'll read it for himself, his own first public proclamation. He said, I came. Listen, listen to Jesus. I came to set the captives free. Amen. I came to seek and to save that which was lost. Praise God. I came to see about you, to be by your side. I came to be closer than a brother. I came to be your friend. All of that's in the Word of God. But you got to begin to hear that, and you got to begin to embrace that. You got to begin to listen to that. You got to begin to believe that. Praise God. Everything he said is true, and amen. So let it be. Praise God. So I'm not going to be demeaned. I'm not going to be diminished. I'm not going to be denigrated. I'm not going to be humiliated. I'm not going to be broke down, beaten down, emotionally disturbed or upset. I'm not going to be mentally, emotionally, physically minimized. But the maximum power of God is going to come alive in me, praise God. My talents, my gifts, my skills, my abilities, they will be acknowledged and utilized and realized and accomplished and celebrated, praise God, because God has made us talented. So, 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 so God sends these blessings our way to maximize ministry and maximize our potential and push us to that perennial next level. That's what God has for us. So we celebrate him, praise God. His power to make us over. His power to make us all that in the spirit, praise God. Because if you all that in the world, the world would disappoint every time. The world would disappoint any time. The world would disappoint, praise God. But Jesus Christ will always, will always, will always, will always come through. Celebrate him. He will always come through. Amen, somebody. So, so, so this, this power and experience with God, it's something else, y'all. When you get a little taste of it, the Word of God even says, that you, it, it, every time I think of something, I get another word. It says, oh, taste and see that God is good. 
you know, he's, he, you know, some of y'all showing up food connoisseurs. <laughs> Amen, somebody. You know, y'all can cook and you can eat. <laughs> you know, you just enjoy food. And I, I do, too. I got certain things I really enjoy. Amen. But some of y'all, you know, like, for instance, in contrast to, to me, my son, he loves food. I'm talking about, he like, you can just see him salivating, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then he's so thankful to get it. <laughs> it's on a whole nother level. I, I, I'm just thinking he must have some special taste buds or something. <laughs> you know, God then just gave him some taste buds. And, and so, so I, think, I really just think some of y'all got more taste buds. Amen. And so, but this is what God says. God says, taste and see that I am good. Amen. And what he wants, he, he wants to do the sniff test on us. He wants us to be a beautiful aroma to his nostrils. Guess how you do that? Through worship. See, every time you raise holy hands, whether you realize it or not, you send it up an aroma. Amen, somebody. Every time you shout, hallelujah, when you send that into an environment, God, you're passing the sniff test. God, like, what's that? That's my people. That's my, that's my children. That's my child. Mm, they cooking something. They baking something. They producing something. They, they smell good to me. See, 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 God said, I want you to be this great, this great aroma rising into my nostrils. I want to, oh, Lord, Ooh. That's, that's Roderick, that's Roderick, that's right. He's sending up praises. He's honoring me. He's lifting me. He's magnifying me. He's praising me. He's, he's honoring me, praise God. And as a result, he is pleased. Amen. Amen. Life should be about honoring him. James 1 and 2, it says, consider it pure joy. Amen. James 1 and 2. It says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Four. Next. Next verse. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Verse four. Keep going. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete and lacking in nothing. Y'all ain't hear that. I tried, I tried to put a little brother swag in that lacking in nothing. <laughs> nothing. Some Ebonics, nothing. No, I ain't put no G on it. Nothing. Just not lacking at all. Amen. Why are you going to live in lack when God says you can live in increase? Why are you going to live in poverty and God says you can live in prosperity? Amen. Why are you going to live in pain when God says you can be healed? Matter of fact, with my stripes, you are healed. Amen. And guess what? Mental, physical, spiritual, there's different kind of healing that comes our way, but we can always have mental and spiritual healing. Even if we have a few aches and pains and sprains and discomfort, praise God, God can be in the midst of giving us joy, in the midst of any pain. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Psalm 51 and 12, Psalm 51 and 12, let's read it. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors, I'm sorry, okay, then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. 
So, so, so this mindset, this spirit occupying us, amen, what it does is it gives us the ability to reach others. So, so this isn't just about you. Say, say, to, say to somebody near you, this ain't just about you. Amen, God didn't, God didn't just put us here for this to be about me. This is about somebody else knowing him, loving him, serving him, embracing him, experiencing him. Somebody who's on their way to hell being translated to heaven. Amen. Somebody who's in doom and destruction experiencing increase in prosperity because of the power, the majesty, the excellence of a mighty God who loves us. Amen. Romans 5, 3 and 5. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings. Somebody said, whoa, that's kind of, do I, do, how I get that, Pastor? How, how I get that? How, how I get that? How, how do I rejoice in my suffering? Knowing, this is, why, this is how you can rejoice. It says, knowing that suffering produces endurance. So in other words, God got a purpose for my pain. Amen. Verse 4. And endurance produces character. That's how I come I can celebrate in my pain. Because my character is being built. And as I've said in many instances, he's more concerned about your character than your convenience. Amen, somebody. So it endures. And endurance produces character. And character produces what? Hope. Hope. And we can't live this life without hope. Amen? Amen? So, so we're thankful that God produces in us, but we got to learn to wait without worrying. we got to learn to be patient and willing to endure and forbear. In other words, long-suffering. You know, hey, some people ain't going to never change. So that means unless they change, you can't love. you got to learn to love when folk don't change. Amen. Amen. They may not change in a certain area, so you're going to withhold your love because I got to wait till them to get their thing together. I got to wait till them to get their act together. They need to get it together. I ain't having nothing to do with them. Amen. So I'm not having anything to do with them. You know, no, 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 no. God says get in there. Love them anyhow. Amen, somebody. Bless them anyhow. Be there for them anyhow. Praise God. That's how we change people, by loving them and blessing them. Praise God. So God has called us to be faithful. In affliction, he's called us to, to, be, to, to be faithful, praise God, in prayer. Victory comes through prayer. Somebody say prayer. prayer. You know, prayer changes things. And prayer is the most underutilized resource that we have. You know that? Uh, and, 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 and just think about it. The Lord's prayer. The, the, the power of that. How the disciples, they could have asked for anything. But they said, Jesus, teach us to pray. We have seen and experienced the power of prayer. We've seen you feed 5,000 folk, how you just blessed it, prayed over it, broke it. And, when you, and then you divide it, you know, you multiply it by dividing. That don't even make no mathematical sense what you did. You just divided this stuff and then it multiplied. Amen. And you, you took this, this uh, a lunch from this child, this boy. He gave up his lunch. And guess what? Produce five food for 5,000 men, not to mention the women and the children. Amen? 
Jesus, we've seen you take a guy's whose hand was deformed and withered, and you just prayed over it. And his, his hand just a recreative miracle. His hand just straightened out. We've seen this. We saw you, Jesus, when you stepped out in a wage, raging, you know, storm, waves just, you know, coming strong, and you stepped out and you walked on water. Amen. And then you invited Peter to come and walk out on water with him. He walked for a little while. He lost his footing. But he, he walked for a little while. What a miracle. Amen. We've seen that. We saw Lazarus. He was in the grave for three days. Three days. One, two, three. You know, decomposing. You know, hey, hey, here comes Jesus. Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus gets up. <laughs> Takes the grave clothes off. Yeah, I'm sure he was shouting and praising God. And everybody else was. Somebody said if Jesus hadn't specified and just said his name, Lazarus, everybody in the grave would have got up. <laughs> Lazarus, come forth. The power over the death, the power over demons, the power over sins, miraculous, supernatural power, the power of Jesus. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. So victory, what, can be ours. Victory can be ours. Rejoice, 516. Rejoice, 516. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. That was 1 Thessalonians 516. And then 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Y'all with me? I'm almost finished. Amen. And uh, the word says... But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus the Christ. Somebody say victory. Somebody say victory. There was an old song, victory is mine, victory is mine. Y'all know I can't sing. You need to help me out now. You know, the old song. You know, and, and just think, victory was those persons in the Bible the witness of their testimony tells about victory. Amen, somebody. You know, in the fiery furnace, the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Amen. Overcoming fire, flames. Amen. Daniel in the lion's den, overcoming a vicious attack. Amen. Moses passing over the Red Sea. Amen. Through it, right through it, and taking a throng of people, saving them from the attack of Pharaoh and his armies. Amen, somebody. The walls come tumbling down in Jericho for Joshua, the overcoming power of God. Amen. Prisons, these shackles are broken down by Peter just by the power of prayer. And the, the, the whole jail is shaken loose and they're set free by the power of God. And God is the one who can bring that kind of joy, that kind of victory, that kind of life, that kind of hope, that kind of promise, that kind of miracle into our lives as well. Do you believe? The question is, do you believe? So you need to, we need to step out on faith and not trust man over God. Amen. Even though we have valleys, we know that God can lead us to a mountain. Amen. Even though things can die, God can revive dead stuff. Praise God. Even though we have doubt, God can build trust in us. Even though we can complain, God can give us confidence to know that everything's going to be all right. Praise God. So the redeeming power of God 
is available to us, and we're thankful. Amen. Amen. Let me switch gears. I'm learning how to do this. Amen, somebody. I got it this time. Somebody say God is good. Won't you stand all over the house? I want to conclude. Just want to say thank you, Jesus. The joy of the Lord is our strength. You need to be excited. I said the joy of the Lord is our strength. We need to be excited. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I know him. He's done some stuff. Praise God. It's about salvation. It's about redemption. It's about being washed clean. It's about being sanctified. It's about being atoned. It's about being redeemed. It's about being reconciled to God the Father and Jesus Christ. It's about heaven. ineffective. Amen, somebody. So God wants us to live in him. So what does victory do? It should make us want to dance. Amen, somebody. should make us want to bust a move. Amen, somebody. That's what it ought to make you want to do. If you can't dance, you can jump.
responses, but in the supernatural realm, they give credence to our faith. They demonstrate our love for a mighty and a loving and a living God. Get into the word, but worship him in spirit and in truth. With, with this, in, in this instance, spirit is about energy, enthusiasm, excitement. Give some excitement to the things of God. Some folk excited about the Rams. Some folk excited about the Patriots. Some folk excited about whatever, praise God. We need to have more excitement about God. Amen. So when we come into this house, let's lift the Lord and magnify his powerful name. Let's praise him with every ounce of our being. Let's lift him, praise God, and let him know and shout it to the house house that you are good, that you are great, that you are mercy, that you are forgiveness, that you are love, that you are hope, that you are power, that you are influence, that you are answer prayer. Somebody say thank you, Jesus, for answer prayer. For answer prayer. This house, you, you in it, is an answer prayer for me. Amen, somebody. Let's give God some praise for rejoice. I want to invite somebody today to make a decision to connect with the family, the body, the fold, the household of God. We're just one sector of it, but we're making an appeal to, you get, to get connected with this sector, this section, this house of God. Consecrated, set apart, dedicated to Him. Amen. Some folk working on it and working it out. Men on a retreat this past weekend, women on a retreat weekend before, just seeking more of God. Amen. And I want to invite somebody to connect with the family to do a bold expression by actually walking down these aisles and coming forward. Amen. There's a promise in it. The Word of God says, if you acknowledge me before men, I will acknowledge you before my Father, who is in heaven. So a public profession, there's power in it. Amen. So you may already know Jesus, but now you need a family. You may be new in the community, a guest, a visitor. It's time. The time is now. And we invite you to come. We're going to worship now for a few moments. Moments, somebody is at the point of decision, and we invite you to come. We're proud of this invitation. It's not a big. It's, 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 we're proud to have the privilege to be a server, a waiter, amen, to, 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 to be, be a host for you, and knowing that Jesus is the one that's really extending the invitation for you to be a part of the family of God, the body of Christ, the household of the redeemed, the koinonia, the fellowship. God following and faithful and dedicated and committed to him and we invite you to make these steps right now in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and lift him up y'all. Can we say that? Thank you. I'm so glad he calls me his. Oh, never. Come on, sing it. Never go a day. Never go a day without. Never.
you'll never leave me. Hallelujah. You'll never forsake me. That's what he told me. He'll be with me always. Guess when? Even to the end of time. You'll never leave me. Come on. He'll never forsake me. Come on. Can you confess that out of your mouth? Come on. Come on, do you believe what you're saying, even to the end? You'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. You'll be with me always. Come on, that's the God that we serve. He'll never leave you. In the name of Jesus. Come on. I'll never go a day. Come on, declare it out of your mouth. Come on. Release that in the atmosphere. Come on. In the name of Jesus. He is mine. Let him have his way. I'll never go. I'll always praise him every day. I'll always be grateful and thankful for his presence. 